You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Welcome back to E-Commerce Marketing School. I'm here today with Taylor Smith, who runs e-commerce and digital marketing for Lemon Perfect. If you're not familiar with Lemon Perfect, they offer a suite of organic lemon-based drinks like dragon fruit mango lemon water, pineapple coconut lemon water, and my personal favorite, just lemon lemon water. I haven't really shared this before on the show, but every morning I start my day by squeezing an entire lemon into water and then drinking it. So when I first found Lemon Perfect, well, it saved me a ton of prep work. Anyways, the same excited app, Taylor, is an understatement. Awesome having you, Taylor. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Ben. It's an honor to be here. The guests you have on the show, the actionable tips, the shorter time format, make it a camp miss for me. 15 minutes or less, and there's a good likelihood I'm going to be leaving with something to test or implement in my business. Nice. So let's start with Lemon Perfect. Maybe you can just give us a backstory on the brand. Like, what's the story and when did you all start? Yeah. So I actually started at the end of March of this year in 2021, but the company dates back to 2017. That being said, the current shelf-stable version of the product that you see today has only been on the market for a little bit over a year. Wow. Nice. And so a little over a year, like how are things going? So I think it's it's a pretty cool company to be at because we're the fastest growing beverage in our category, in-store, already taking market share from competitors like Vitamin Water, Hint, Buy, and kicking a lot of other brands off the shelf in the meantime. From an e-commerce perspective, we just launched direct-to-consumer in February of this year and already eclipsed a seven-figure annual run rate, wow. moving towards eight. And you know, from an Amazon perspective, we're the best-selling lemon water on the platform and top 10 in, in all of flavored waters. Amazing. Amazing. Look, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are saying to themselves, isn't that just like a bottled water company? I mean, you mentioned some competitors, vitamin water, et cetera. Like, you know, how, how would you respond to that? Yeah, I think it's interesting. One, I would say try the product and you'll understand. Um, two for me is if you look at our top competitors, we've got pretty distinct advantages over each. Um, not to harp on it too much, but like a vitamin water has 30 grams of sugar a serving. There are zero sugar variants full of artificial ingredients. You know, Bi has cleaner ingredients than vitamin water, but, you know, the formulation leaves a little bit of an aftertaste in your mouth and it's got natural caffeine. So that's a personal preference for some people. I prefer to get my caffeine in coffee, have a lemon perfect to hydrate, really kind of parse out the two of those. But that's another way that we're providing natural energy versus um, caffeine. And then I think transparently, it's a little bit hard to compare against Hint. We're just two different products. You know, if you want something full of flavor, you're going to pick up a lemon perfect. And if you want something with just uh, just a hint of flavor, that could be a, a better fit for you. Taste is always going to be a matter of opinion. But for us, we like to tout that water isn't boring anymore. Yeah, nice. I like that a lot. And I, I've been following the brand for a little while. I think, you know, most of the guests I have on here start with direct to consumer. Am I right that Lemon Perfect, before they brought you on, actually started on, on Amazon? Well, from an e-commerce perspective, yes. But we first started in SoCal natural grocery stores like uh, Lazy Acres, Erewhon, Bristol, et cetera. But from an e-commerce perspective, that's spot on. Yeah. And so 
There's so many conflicting opinions here. Is Amazon the devil? Well, for me, I'm probably a little biased because I started my career there. That being said, from a brand perspective, I think it depends largely on the product and the category. For a product like ours, there's a built-in audience to Amazon. And as we were talking about before the show, it makes for a great distribution channel, but also probably equally important for us when it comes to billboards in the United States and succeeding in beverage, Amazon's the single largest billboard. Um, You look at where people start their product research, where they make purchases. It's a can't miss opportunity for us. And, you know, we leverage it in both of those ways, a way to get product to people in two days or, or sooner. And then also as a way to get our brand in front of people that maybe wouldn't have seen it if we just relied on lemonperfect.com. I love that. And and like, that's a big part of what I coach around. I think for me, uh, Amazon's all around product search, less so about brand, but that that's an important audience to get in front of. You know, I think you guys are an interesting example and want to learn how, like, how you start on Amazon, but then build the brand in, in direct. I think it's fascinating. But, you know, if, if customers are out there searching for what you offer today, why wouldn't you want to get in front of them? As long as you're smart about how, how to build that relationship. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's spot on, Ben. The idea for us is that we're leveraging Amazon to meet customers where they are. It's not a place where we're looking to necessarily establish our brand and a deep connection with a shopper. If we had a product that required a little bit more storytelling, solving a problem people didn't know they had, um, sure, direct-to-consumer is a much more natural place to launch because you've got a larger canvas for storytelling. But for us, with the built-in market on Amazon, it really was a great place for us to start our e-commerce business. And now we look to make deeper connections with shoppers on our direct-to-consumer site, offer exclusive discounts, uh, communication, new product launches, et cetera. Nice. And you were actually brought into Lemon Perfect to own direct-to-consumer, right? Correct. So I own all e-commerce performance channels. So if you can impact it, I own it. If it's more of a traditional buyer relationship that happens to have a digital presence, that's owned by the sales team with support on the digital marketing side from me and team. Great. And yeah, so obviously you inherited the Amazon component of e-commerce yep. and now lemonperfect.com, I imagine is where you're trying to drive the majority of direct to consumer. Uh, you know, what has that been like for you trying to kind of shift uh, and grow a direct to consumer channel? You know, it's interesting because our site, as you see it today on lemonperfect.com started as a branded site that was meant to drive consumers in store or to Amazon. So we took that and made it shoppable in February this year. And it hasn't been without its challenges. I mean, quite frankly, the customer journey can continue to be more thoughtful. The messaging hierarchy continues to need work. And there's a lot of other things on the site that that we'll look to improve. Having said that, the team's hyper-focused on optimizing all the touch points that support the site, like email, SMS, while we gear up to launch a new site build from the ground up, intended to sell product um, from the get-go, which we'll launch in Q1 or Q2 next year. Nice. And yeah, I saw that you were also, I, I should back up. I actually remember visiting the site and I was like, oh, this is great can't wait to try this product. And I noticed, I was like, oh, wow, they're actually driving me to Amazon to, to make the order. I, I, th- I just thought it was unique at the time. I uh, hadn't seen that. But now, you know, the other day I went back, I saw 
you're presumably on Shopify or something like that. There's subscriptions uh, now, like it's looking pretty slick. Yeah, we've definitely grown up from a direct to consumer standpoint. A lot of work to do yet, but the the early success has has justified the investment in the platform and the continued improvement of all the touch points for our shoppers. Nice. So I always wonder, you know, like when an Amazon brand opens up direct, is part of the strategy, like, is there, are there conversations in whiteboards where it's like, Hey, you know, we've got all these customers on Amazon. Like how do we include like inserts or this or that to move them to, to lemon perfect next time? Or is it really just about like, we've got our Amazon customers and now we want to grow separately, uh, direct to consumer. I wouldn't consider it separately. So the answer to your question is yes and no. You know, we want to meet customers where they are and be parts of all types of shopping missions, whether it be the online stock up on Amazon or LemonPerfect.com, as well as part of someone's weekly in-store grocery trip at a Publix or for immediate consumption at a 7-Eleven. So there's a multitude of places we want to meet shoppers. And we're relatively agnostic between where where they purchase. That being said, there's a big caveat there. And that's that we want to establish a deeper relationship with our consumers than you can typically provide in a retail environment or an Amazon. So we're always looking to find ways to encourage people to sign up for our mail list, to sign up for SMS, and to create additional touch points that live outside the walls, either online or offline of of retailers. Nice. And are you doing like organic content or paid or influencers like you're working all those angles too yeah you got it if you look at our team the makeup is largely in field sales and field marketing so we have people out in the world connecting with people on a day-to-day basis to help drive connection in the real world of our brand and then my team is hyper focused on making sure that that connection kind of stems through um, to the online experience and that all of the touch points that they're seeing digitally help reinforce who we want to be as a brand. Nice. And and on those fronts, like within the Amazon front, are, are there are there any assets that you can leverage to try to kind of drive people to lemonperfect.com? I'm just curious. Yeah. So inserts you mentioned, those are kind of the most obvious thing. Uh, but in a lot of ways, packaging can be as powerful and more so in getting people to your site. So if you look at any of the trays and shrink wrap that you'd receive from Amazon, our brand's plastered on the outside of it. People want to learn a little bit more. Follow-up emails don't necessarily help you drive traffic away from Amazon, but they're the first start in driving additional touch points throughout the purchase journey. And then quite frankly, we have a lot of people that are on our email list that have always been Amazon shoppers. Right. So we already have that relationship and this is just them choosing their preferred platform for subscription or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, you're looking to drive long-term relationships with customers, repeat orders and whatever's most convenient in the end is great for the customer and is great for you. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Cool. So the reason I reached out to you guys was I I actually saw your founder, Yanni, tweet about a segment on the Today Show that featured Lemon Perfect. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. So how did that come about? Like, was that a paid segment? Well, nothing's truly free, but this was a last minute opportunity from our PR firm 
you know, we got product there just in time to be featured on the show. Nice. And so I, I was looking at the image of the segment, right? So it aired on the Today Show. They were featuring like great beverages of the summer. Lemon Perfect was there. There was a QR code on the screen. Yep. What did that do? Did that, you know, when they were talking about Lemon Perfect, did that drive them to the website? Actually drove drove to Amazon. All the key call to actions from the Today Show drove to Amazon. Their team's call, not ours. As we, as I mentioned, you know, it was a last minute opportunity that we snuck in just in the nick of time. So I think having gone back, obviously we'd want to tighten some screws, change some of the messaging that was used, maybe have them go to the site rather than Amazon. That being said, you know, we were still able to retarget people on Amazon that didn't purchase that day. And we got a nice bump to direct the consumer as well. In the online article, there was, you know, a call out to go to Amazon, but also a feature of lemonperfect.com. So it was a great day, great day all around. Nice. Yeah, I saw in his tweet, he said it was like the biggest one day e-commerce sales by 3x just by yeah. getting on the Today Show. That's huge. Yeah, and, and at the time, that was true. Um, but the cool thing is about where we're at in our business in the month over month growth, we're continuing to push for new records now after that only being a little bit over a month ago, 3x our, our best day. Wow. That's amazing, Taylor. That's really cool. Any channels or initiatives that that are competing that are actually like proving their worth? Yeah. So it's funny we're having the conversation today because I hadn't even shared that this was going to happen, but we're we're just coming off our largest Lemon Perfect Day yesterday um, with the celebration of National Lemon Day. You know, I saw that. I saw your messaging and the promo and the emails around that. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, it was our largest discount of the year. A great day to reach new customers, celebrate our biggest fans on a day that's truly ownable to us. Rather than vying for attention on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, we're always looking for ways to drive incremental revenue and encourage trial. And when we can get big spikes like a Lemon Day or a Today Show, that's fantastic. But we're also fighting for incremental improvements day after day. Yeah. So I, I love this strategy, right? Like I, I know we're at 15 minutes, but let's let's finish this thread because I think, you know, so many of us are competing for wallet share around like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and you got to, you know, yep. but like to find a national holiday like this, right, that like you can just like commandeer, right, and like just grab it and make it yours. You know, I saw on your Instagram, I think you were doing some emails I got too. like, yep. I was like, oh, wow, that's actually amazing. You know, you've made that your holiday. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of other brands with successful anniversary sales or days that are special to them in some way. And the ones that are most successful and feel most authentic to the brand are truly ownable. So that's what we went for with National Lemon Day. There's a lot of other you know, occasions that we can try to play into. But if we want to establish a day for ourselves and something that can be bigger and better year after year, National Lemon Day is going to be it. And it was really great to see all of the positive sentiment that we got from people who hadn't tried us before. And this is what got them over the hump and existing shoppers who were just so grateful for the opportunity to celebrate with us. That's awesome to hear. I was curious wasn't sure if you'd be comfortable talking. So that's really cool. Yeah. Well, Taylor, this was great. Appreciate you coming on, your perspective on Amazon, D2C, all that, just like really, really valuable. It's not a order of operations we typically see here on the show starting on Amazon and branching out. So 
really interesting. And, and thanks for coming on. And for everyone else, check out Lemon Perfect. Uh, we'll put the link in the show notes. 